0: This, this is the Cigar Authority. Put that coffee down. The coffee's for closers only. The authority on everything cigar. Respect my authority. Who got the lighter? In and out of the cigar industry with your hosts, David Garofalo. I'm here from downtown. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of mercy. Mr. Jonathan. He's confident, smart, Witty, dynamic, a monster. And Chuck Morrison. This is a hard job. So I was working at McDonald's. It's time to light them up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. It's the Catalina wine mixer.
1: It's about to get all stupid up in here.
0: Light them up, light them up,
2: light them up, everybody. January 11, 2013. Broadcasting from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. And this week, Jose Ramos from Don Medino Cigars in his launch of a new Maduro. And the FDA is going effing nuts. Wait till you hear this. It's nuts. It's nuts. Cigars by the numbers and what sold in 2013. We have the data with us. And if you're crazy enough to hear the news from the asylum, wait till you hear old Fat Freddy this week. He joins us. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority.
3: That's right. You are listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. And, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. This week, tax-free, Nashua, New Hampshire's Two Guys Smoke Shop. We're the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand you light up along with us. You can tune in at thecigarauthority.com, which is the only way to watch us live right now, unless you have the Ustream app. Yeah. Uh, you can catch the podcast. And you have no idea what's going on. Correct. you
2: can't hear us. You this. can't hear
3: it. Uh, you can catch the podcast on demand at any time. You simply find us on iTunes, where you can set it and forget it. And let's not forget about our good friends at YouTube. You can watch the show on YouTube. We upload it. It takes a couple days. It's a two hour upload process just to get the file on there. But why does it take a couple days? Well, the downloading and then the moving yeah. around and I don't just don't do
2: it right away. That's, no, why. that's okay? why. I just don't do it right I get away. You. Don Menino Cigars, Benino, B-E-N-I-G-N-O. I think the G, uh-huh. we've been making
3: it silent, but I believe Jose Ramos. Is going to tell us that the G is actually a
2: hard G. It's a good sound. So how do you say this?
3: I don't know. Okay. I'm afraid.
2: <laughs> B-N-I-G-N-O. Costa Rican cigar. Costa Rica. Benigno. Benigno, Benigno I Benigno. think. Benigno. He says Ben-o. thumbs up. Thumbs up. There we up. go. So we have, we have it. Um, we've been carrying a cigar for a little while. We have. Uh, it's a Costa Rican cigar. And in, uh, it seems the cigar magazines, everybody is not paying attention to Costa Rica. Uh, it is something to Big be paid attention. Big mistake is right because I think some of the greatest cigars, maybe the greatest cigars, are not coming out of Cuba. They're coming out of Costa Rica.
3: Yes. So well, and if you compare Costa Rica and Cuba, just the rollers, the the price that the amount that it costs to have a Costa Rican roller, you're looking at about ten times what you'd be paying someone uh, in Cuba. They're ten times happier. They do a 10 times
2: better job. That's it, then. therefore it's 10 times happier. So uh, let, let's uh, begin our cutting process right now. It's time to cut our cigars. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. So we're going to cut our cigar. This is the – there's so many sizes. Here's a brand, 20, I think, 20 sizes. Wow. That's that's what I would guess, yeah. And that's on the natural. And now they're introducing the Maduro, which is probably going to be 40 sizes now, right? So they only have one brand, but, God, they have so many sizes. Can they possibly all sell? Is there a need to it? Because we did some research, and we'll go over the research uh, during the show. Of what is selling the most and what is not selling the most. I think we only need about four or five sizes. That's what the, that's what the data is suggesting. Yeah. So because with the, can they be selling 20?
3: With the, with the slowest moving sizes, you could just not buy anymore and then
2: have enough for 10 years. And the person will probably take the other size. If there's, say, a five and a quarter, five and a half, five and three quarters, pick one. Yeah. Roll the dice. Pick one of the three, if, if assuming they're the same ring gauge. Listen,
3: stuff. there's one or two people on the planet that are going to say, I don't smoke 53 ring gauges. <laughs> I smoke a 54. you right. You know what? You don't <laughs> want that AH smoking cigars in your shop anyways. So there you go. carry the 54 and let them go someplace else.
2: Alcoholic?
3: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: on the bell. On the bell. Okay, so uh, okay, we're going to cut. We cut. cut. We're, we're, we're to light. We're going to light. This is, uh, this is a vertical we have nice. This is the before.
3: Vortex. The Vortex. This uh, retails for fourteen ninety nine. dollars um, Chuck, this is as good as the Cyclone, but it's bigger. Does that have the
1: colored flame? So Which one it's it's has the colored flame? This
3: is not the colored flame. What I'll tell you about this is this is the little Cyclone that you love so much, yours and mine both having gone through the washer and dryer. <laughs> this is that on steroids. Instead of having to flip the thing up with your thumb, yep. you just push the button, and it pops open. Boom. You still got triple jet. Huge tank. What I like about this lighter, it's small enough to fit in your pocket, but the base is big enough Ooh. to be a table lighter.
2: I can do bucks. infomercials with this thing. 15 bucks. 15 bucks. Great, Great lighter for $15. Ah. They got it going on here, the you Vertigo want to, people. You want to talk about a bomb lighter for throwing in
3: your golf bag. You, will nev- you won't have to refill this tank for the entire season.
2: Even the way Nick Wilderman smokes, and even though it's a triple jet, easy to turn, uh, flame adjustment, yeah, great little light up, fantastic
1: price, can't beat it. Good sound right there, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Can I try that? Uh, that 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 Verti- Is it the Vertigo? This is the Vertigo Vortex. Vortex, thank you. Whoa, coming
2: in hot, coming in hot. So uh, let's talk about it. Cigars. Uh, this is a new year. And uh, we're looking back. We're scrutinizing what what sold last year. Um, I see big ring gauge cigars still selling well. That would be a guess on my part. Your guess would be accurate. It would be accurate. I see uh, lighter cigars still. Not so much. uh, Certain brands, Maduro seems to be strong, although they're coming out with their Maduro now. But I still see the lighter stuff selling. Well,
3: let's go. Let's go with uh, with strength. Sixty percent of cigars right now are selling, and this is within our little little. This home is our here. little world, right? Our here. little world. Three stores. <laughs> yeah. High volume, and we're just tracking the data. Yep. Sixty percent of cigars that come out of the shop are mild.
2: Wow. Fact. Okay.
3: Uh, then 60%. you want to you want to move into medium bodied. Twenty five percent of the people that smoke cigars at two guys smoke shop are smoking medium-bodied cigars. Now, there is a little bit of a blurriness between what's mild, what's medium. Maybe you've got a, a mild plus that creeps into medium. You've you you got to draw mild, the line yeah, and say, all right, this is what it is. 10% of the, the smokers are smoking medium plus. Oh, you went to medium plus. And this is the killer right here. Everybody's trying to come out with the biggest and the baddest and the strongest. You're fighting for 5% of the market at that point.
4: Mm. I believe
3: 5%. That of the customer smoking a two-guy smoke shop. I have to imagine we're not unlike any other cigar shop in the world. We're all the same. Or the United States, anyway. At least, yeah. So people are just not gravitating towards Does strong that,
1: cigars. Will those numbers change much during the seasons, or is that pretty much consistently across the board throughout the year? This
3: was, this was a report that I ran, multiple reports, to get this information uh, for the entire year. Yeah. So it, it, it's tabulated for the whole year. Maybe it drops or lowers, but we're looking at hours of
2: me back there in the computer. I wasn't adding more hours to it. Uh, seeing I, what season was what. Well, I bet um, on uh, Chuck's note there that when you get to sizes, as the winter goes away and summer months go on, probably the sizes increase in size because uh, guys that don't have places to smoke. Are taking maybe, more
3: Viagra in the springtime? What's going n- no, on? No, they're probably I'm going, with this.
2: I'm going with they're probably smoking bigger cigars out on the golf course. Yeah. Oh, cigars. Which... Um, I don't think there's any golf courses open, and if there were, that, that ball would bounce all the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: You, A lot of
3: ice out there. You could still putt from the rough, let's just say that. Yeah. Uh, so, now as far as sizes go, the actual shape of the cigar, what would you guess is the slowest moving size? I would guess. Normal sizes, no weird petite this and mini that. Normal so sizes. I'm going with
2: a Lonsdale or a, or a Corona or, or Lancero. Lancero or some, is what I right. would say.
3: In this order, absolute slowest is Lonsdale. Okay. Followed by Lancero, followed by Corona. We're looking at less than a percent for Lonsdale and Lancero. And I'll
2: tell you, the manufacturers, when they test blends, they always smoke a Corona. That's what they like. Hmm. And that's not what they should be testing their blends with because right. that's not what the American consumer is smoking. They're smoking a thicker thicker yeah. ring, therefore the cigar is gonna taste different. That's also when they retrohale a cigar when you when you take the smoke in and you blow it out your nose. That's what they do in to, in the factories to test the blends. And they tell me to do that too, and I don't do that. Neither do ninety nine percent of my customers. And I said, No, don't be testing blends like that because that's not how we taste the cigars. Yeah. You have to do I it. I
3: challenge everyone in the room, take a, take a little puff. We got a full crowd here today. Yeah. And exhale through your nose.
2: It's not a party. No. It burns a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It stings the nostrils. It's but got bits of real pan so Jose you know it's do, good. I bet Jose does it, though. He's I a professional. That, I bet that's the way he does it because he wants to taste this. The guy, he's from Cuba. That's what they do. But that's not how the Americans do it. So, so do it the way the Americans do it.
3: Moving up to uh, fourth from the last is going to be the Torpedo. Just under 10% of the market is Torpedo smokers. And now, uh, and the last one is Churchill... Uh, at almost 15 percent. Now we get into the nitty gritty. All of these are above 20 percent. You're looking at Toro coming in third. Large ring gauges. Anything over a 60 hmm. gets lumped together in this in this report, including 60, 60 Inclu- and over, 60 and over,
2: 21.3 percent. Wow, from nowhere. That that didn't exist a few did, years yeah. ago. Three, three years ago, three, three four that didn't years, years exist. ago,
3: you wouldn't be able to run a report for that.
2: Yeah, it didn't exist.
3: Uh, oh. And then the number
2: one selling size is
3: robusto. Yeah. At almost 30%.
2: And a lot of people trying a new cigar or something are going to try the Robusto. And you're seeing uh, here's, here's a, here's a uh, crazy number for you the amount of trademarks, cigar brands trademarked in 2013 exceeded for the first time since they've been doing reports on this stuff in the 40s or wherever it was 1,000 new cigar brands were trademarked Holy in 2013. Smokes. For 2014, 1,000 brand names, wow. let alone how many sizes that go along with that. Oh, my God. 1,000. Wow. We've got
3: 1,100 open boxes here. That's almost our entire inventory yeah. of facings. And that would be just brands, oh. additional brands coming out. Well, let me just
1: say <clears> this <throat> to all the, the salesmen that are going to try to sell these to us. No. <laughs> well, that, I had a, that was my question to you. As a retailer, you know, how, how hard is it for these new brands to get into stores? Top. I mean,
3: virtually top. impossible. You've got to you've got to really have some serious serious cachet to be able to get a brand a new brand launched in a cigar shop. Sure,
2: really like really this. difficult. I mean, you know. Well,
3: you and you guys are one of the largest. I mean, we probably say yes more than anybody does, but
2: it's it just it's there's too, too much already. There's way too much. And there's, there's reasons for this, you know. There's reasons why there's a thousand different trademarks going out there. Not just because, first off, there's there's getting into this industry, the, the cost it takes to get into this industry, very little. Hmm. Very, very little uh, to get into the cigar industry right now. You just get a manufacturer to make you a hundred boxes or something and you're... All of a sudden, in the cigar industry, or so you think. Now you got to get into the stores with it.
3: Well, and you've got to be so able let's to guarantee call that... that your next hundred boxes are the same once you're in the right. store. That's a tough, tough
2: thing. But let's call that barrier to entry—the yep. barrier to entry into this industry—very, very inexpensive. Therefore, any any uh, Joe schmo can produce a brand and be in business. I'm not going to succeed in business, but they're going to get into business. Yeah. Um, the next thing is the FDA. The FDA wants to make it so that. If the FDA has complete control over cigars, everything would have to be approved through the FDA for a brand to come in. Everyone else would be grandfathered in. Therefore, everyone is trying to get their brand trademarked and out there on the shelves before the FDA shuts the door. That's another reason why it's happening. What is going to happen this year with these brands coming out? They're going to have to show up somewhere because they have to show the sale of it no matter what. And w- whether the cigar's any good at all doesn't even matter. It just right. needs to get on the shelf. So we have to be on wow. beware of crappy cigars that are going to hit the market.
3: Yeah, it's, a, it's almost like a faux boom. It's a fake yeah. boom right. that's about to
1: happen. You don't have to mention any names, but have you seen any uh, new brands coming into your stores or trying to get into your stores? Every day. Yeah,
3: yeah just about every day. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and yeah. this is one we took. But let me tell you, he's a local guy here in New Hampshire. We'll get, we'll get through that. And the reason why, the cigar is unique in a lot of different ways. We're going to smoke it. We'll explain as it's going on. This is something, pay attention as you're smoking this, the aroma, the aroma of the tobacco.
3: Remember last week we discussed the difference between bouquet yep. and aroma. This one has a phenomenal aroma.
2: For those that are listening and didn't hear last week, bouquet is before you light the cigar. You smell the tobacco, smell the cigar before that is the bouquet of the cigar. The aroma is what's happening afterwards right now. This is the aroma. After you light it. Right. Yeah. So uh, what else you got? Well, we got,
3: uh, we got brands that uh, we noticed that were really making a big splash uh, seemingly out of nowhere. Um, Davidoff Nicaraguan, oh. huge, and we saw that with it showing up in the top three for Cigar Aficionado and uh, European or Cigar Journal uh, well, It's their the number bloggers,
2: one. Everybody put it in there. Nobody they, could not, not you, make. You couldn't of this. ignore
3: the launch that they had on that product. Um, also, Psycho Seven, which is made by Davidoff, six different tobaccos uh, from seven. Seven tobaccos from six different countries. Uh, that one has—I didn't know they made that. Yeah, I didn't either. That one is—that uh, one has blown up big time. As, who could—who could ignore Asylum? Can't. Big ring gauges, except and,
2: for, except for uh, mm-hmm. everybody's rating there four by forty-four. Right. I don't Crazy know why. Right, which makes no sense. No sense at all. Uh,
3: of course, um, Icon Aging Room. Now they got the big rating with Cigar Aficionado, but yeah. before the rating, Chuck.
1: That number one in the U.S.? Or number one...
3: Uh, in the free world. In the free
1: world. Thank you. The, uh, but aging bigger, room, bigger
2: in other countries. Bigger yeah. in other countries than the United States. Jeru- uh, Jerusalem. It's
1: Jerusalem. He
2: sells a lot in Jerusalem. Yeah.
1: Well, it's a phenomenal cigar. I mean, I'm yeah. not surprised by its yeah. ranking. Are you? No.
3: no. Nope. A big one that I noticed a lot of interest in this year is Padron Anniversario Number 4 Maduro.
2: Everybody wants that cigar. It's craziness. Yeah. Little inside joke going on there. (laughs) (laughs) The number one stolen cigar of the year.
3: Highest theft item. Two guys smoke shop. And we're gonna find out who you are.
2: That's it. We're on the lookout. (laughs) Highest theft item. No, it's Maduro, it can't be. Drone number four Maduro. Yeah. So that's what I got. We have, kind of, we have stats. We'll share them all with you. We have all kinds of stats that, that go on. But one stat I want to talk about right now is this day, January 11th, in American Classic History, brought to you by Alec Bradley's American Classic Cigars.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble!
3: You've heard of Epic Rap Battles, and now it's time for the epic battle for this day in American classic history. is looking at you kid. Featuring Mr. Jonathan.
4: It's in the hole, it's in the
3: hole. Versus Chuck.
1: Game over man, game over.
3: Making mountains move,
2: Morrison.
0: Go ahead, make my day. Brought to you by Alec Bradley. Warrior.
3: American classic cigars. Alec Bradley American Classic Cigars are affordably priced and inspired by cigars popular in America in the early part of the 20th century. Mild to medium bodied blends of specially aged Nicaraguan long filler tobaccos. Celebrate today with an Alec Bradley American Classic Cigar. All
2: right, today is Saturday, January 11th. Yeah, we're taking it. Who are you trying to fool so, we're going to go with it anyway. <laughs> today is Saturday, January 11th. And right. uh, this is this day in American classic history Chuck Morrison versus Mr. Jonathan. I have with me one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So, the best out of seven wins. Right. It goes to Chuck first, who was the winner from last week. Chuck, born today, Clarence Clemens, American saxophonist and actor, E Street Band, died in 2011. The Big Man, American musician. And, uh, wow. You know him. Yeah, some great hitcher, a friend of mine. Uh, debut with Jackson Brown. Freeway of Love. Ugh. I got nothing. That's
1: you don't even know him? a
3: song. Re- Freeway of Love.
1: I got, I'm got. going to go uh, 1933. He did so many yeah. songs, man. Be, be cruel I'm to yourself. I'm going to go
3: 1934 Come for on. the win.
2: 1943. So. 42. 1942. So I win. Nice. So you win. I get a point. Nicely played. Yeah, playing the man, Chuck. All Let's right. Play the man. So it goes to you, Mr. Jonathan Ben Crenshaw. Do You know who he was. Do you know who he is? Uh, Do you know who I am. American golfer, <laughs> professional golfer, won 19 events for the PGA Tour, including two major championships, the Masters Tournament in 1984 and 1995. His nickname, Gentleman Ben. Ooh. Okay. Gentle Ben. I'm sorry. Gentle
3: uh, Ben. In the 80s, he probably was 40. That's what the average age of professional golfers was. So I'm gonna say he was born in nineteen forty seven.
2: Forty seven, he says. Forty eight. Fifty two. And that's how Son it's played. A... See, he got a little got a little back on yeah. what you did, yeah. right? That's all right. We're tied game. up. I'll play your game. We're tied up. Gentleman Chuck. Mary Jane Blige. Yeah, rapper. Also known as Mary Mary J. Blige. American singer, songwriter, producer, and actress. Yeah. Uh, Grammy the actress award part's winner. a little questionable. You really? Multi platinum status, uh, completely different from most uh female artists with the baseball caps, combat boots and baggy clothes. What's the 411 baby? 64. 1964.
3: No way. I'm going 1971.
2: For two points. What? Bam. For two points. Bam. Wow. So exactly. Oh. <laughs> okay, Mr. Jonathan. I thought
3: it was 72 though, Chuck. I just didn't want to go over.
2: Diana Ellen Judd, aka No, no, no-, no- not Naomi Judd. Naomi, N- Naomi Judd, Judd uh, country western singer. You should know her. The Judds. Yeah. Uh, uh, she's on the older side with her daughter Wynoma Judd. I'm going to go. 19- Judd. Flies 47. on Seven. 1947. 1940. 1946. So Chuck Missed gets that. Missed it by that. that much. Missed it by one. Down by one. Down by one. Okay, Chuck, right. uh, died this day. Tom Parry Jones. Oh,
1: goodness. Welsh Where are you scientist. getting this list of people? Are these
2: even famous people? He's a Welsh scientist, invented the breathalyzer.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, all right. So died that- of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> in, what, in what year? <laughs> all right. So what year did he die or what year was he born? What year did he die? Okay, so breathalyzer is probably not that old. We'll say... Uh, <laughs> Mid-80s. He probably invented it in his 30s. We're going to go 1950.
3: I'm going
2: 64. 2013. Died last year. Oh, he oh. died. Right. Damn it. So who got that? born. Mr. Jonathan. Oh, got I it. got it. Nice. <laughs> He's got all it. upset. <laughs> he got the point. <laughs> Nailed it. So that goes to...
1: Mr. The, Jonathan Downey. He's up by me. two. All right. Happen this
2: day. Major League Baseballs. Own a vote for the approval of the American League. American League's adopting the designated hitter
1: position.
3: Yep.
2: Oh, who cares? Okay, DH starts what year? Is that me? Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna say the DH you could use Chuck. Started uh
1: seventy-five. Seventy five, he says. I want the win on this one. Uh that's a good guess. That's a great guess. I'm gonna say just for safety's sake, nineteen hundred. Nineteen
2: hundred will take it.
1: 1973. What? Yeah. All right. Nice.
2: Without going over. Oh. Mr. Jonathan I went over. over that is how you play the game. And that's how it's I don't done. know if
3: that's how you play the game. I think
2: that's how you cheat. So we have. Uh, I still won. No, you we have one more question. Oh, come on. It's Mr. Jonathan, four. Chuck Morrison, three. We have one question left. Who does this go to? Right here. Goes to Chuck. Happened this day. Happened this day. Okay. The Surgeon General of the United States, Dr. Luther Terry, MD publishes landmark report smoking and health report from the advisory to surgeon general of the united states saying that smoking cigarettes may be hazardous to your health mm. this day what year
1: oh my goodness all right um that's got to be in the 50s 58 all right
3: let's see monograph number 9 was 85 the moon is in retrograde right now,
2: <laughs> so I'm going to say uh, 1941. 41, what did you say? 58. 58, we'll take it. It's 1964. We have a tie. Yeah. Chuck continues oh. his reign in this day in American his, classic history. the his reign of two. January 11th is brought to you by Alec Bradley's American Classic Cigars. Affordably priced, medium-bodied cigars inspired in the early part of the 20th century. Celebrate today with an Alec Bradley classic, American classic cigar.
3: All right. And that's what we have. You want to know what's nuts? What's nuts? Yes, I do. What's nuts is the FDA. Oh. The FDA has absolutely gone off the deep end on this one. Walnuts are a great snack to enjoy any time. Well, Diamond Foods made the mistake of specifically saying that the omega-3 fatty acids found in walnuts have been shown to have health benefits including the risk of heart disease and cancer. I've heard that. Now, there are hundreds of solid scientific studies that confirm the benefits of eating things containing omega-3s, one of which being walnuts. However, scientific truce, truth is not important to the FDA. No, it is not. We know that. Only their bureaucratic rules and regulations, which defy True. common sense. <laughs> True. <laughs> According to their bureaucratic rules, you can only make disease claims about drugs. And all drugs must gain approval from the FDA. So when Diamond Foods started making truthful statements about walnuts and heart disease and cancer, they got into trouble. The FDA told them that if they wanted to sell their new drug legally in the U.S., they needed to apply for a new drug application. Yes, for walnuts.
1: We need to abolish the FDA. I'm sorry. Or just, just clean house because they, walnuts. They, are,
2: they are losing it. What about an apple a day keeps the doctor away? Can't, Can't say
1: that. Say no, no, no. Dave, Not Not an apple company. That, that, uh, Stop promoting your drugs over there.
3: Right. You, you would have to apply for a new drug license or oh, whatever. Yeah. So what are they looking for money? Is that what it is? They're looking so to because keep it like so that people can't make foods.
2: Good foods make you healthy,
3: right?
1: right like carrots are good for your eyes? You can't yeah. say that? Yeah. <laughs> Not if
2: you own a carrot company. <laughs> Never saw a, a bunny with uh, Bad eyesight, no, right?
3: Well, they can hear you coming, I think, is really the key.
2: I think carrots might be good for your hearing. Really? Wow. The FDA, they, they're going after cigars in 2014. Be warned. Let me tell you, big trouble coming. Uh, when we come back, Jose Ramos, born in Cuba, uh, he's here with us. Uh, his cigar is out of Costa Rica. He's living here in New Hampshire, of all places. We'll find out why. Why would he do that? Why does he live here, of all places? And uh, we'll talk about his brand, Don Manino And uh, who is he, and why does he look like this? That and lots more <laughs> we continue. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
4: five bucks and a comfortable chair genius
0: meet the perfect cigar to share with friends brick house by jc newman handmade in nicaragua with a fine havana cebido wrapper brick house starts out earthy and crisp and burns well rounded and smooth nothing stands the test of a good time like a brick house for more visit brickhouse cigar
3: smokers how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds oh yeah the maduro version is a bit beefed up but oh yeah they're delicious too when asked what my favorite cigar is i always say it's lagiana havana oh
0: yeah to some
1: tradition is a catchphrase to us it's a guiding light
0: This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
2: Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. We're back broadcasting from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashville, New Hampshire, smoking the Don. I have a problem saying this name. Why? I don't know why, because it's it's a a G in it. it. So, Begnito. Benigno. Benigno. Begnigno. Yeah, you're right. It's almost... There's a G in your
3: last name, Garofalo.
2: It's the same thing. Yeah, Yeah. but it's at the beginning of it. It doesn't belong in the middle like that next to the thing anyway. Mm -hmm. The U.S. distributor from Havana, Cuba, now making his home right here, of all places, in Nashua, New Hampshire, Jose Ramos.
5: Welcome. Welcome. It's a mistake there. It's not Havana. It's Pinar del Rio. Which is? The best tobacco in the world. Oh, Oh. That is where... It's not Havana, Cuba. It's Pinal de Rio. Pinal del Rio. It's the west of Cuba. That is where you find the best uh, tobacco in the world. Oh. That is where Benigno comes from, too. So That's where he came from, too? Yes. Did uh, you know
2: him from there? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that.
5: So Benigno, one of the, the history, little history about Benigno is uh, the family is like 100 years in the cigar business. Uh, he moved to Costa Rica in 95, and it's when he started the factory in Costa Rica. So Don Benigno brand uh, started in San Jose, Costa Rica. It's two blocks uh, from the U.S. Embassy. If you want to go to Costa Rica, you can find the factory. And can you go there? You're allowed you to go? Yeah. You're allowed to oh, go Oh, Nice. Huh. So uh, all our people listening, yeah, go to the U.S. Embassy a couple of blocks away. They'll know where it down, is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Domenico Cigar is the best brand in Costa Rica. You can find anywhere, hotels, airports. Well, that's what I hear is that people in Costa Rica, this is what they smoke. This is their this is go-to smoke. cigar. Yes. Very oh, interesting. So this
2: is the brand of the brand
5: of uh, Costa, Costa Rica. Rica.
2: Yeah. So he went there in
5: 95. He went to 95. We had a there for 18 years. Uh, we introduced a cigar in the U.S., Three and a half. Now, I understand why he went to Costa Rica. I mean, beautiful place. Glad to be out of Cuba. The weather is the why same. Why did
2: you come to Nashua, New Hampshire? <laughs> yeah, <right>. Well,
5: <laughs> I came here because I met with a beautiful wife. Ah. That was the it's always the girl ah, chasing the tail. Okay. I was born in this area, so, but
2: why would anybody ever come here? But you're chasing the, a chasing the beautiful woman who is now your wife.
5: Yes, I have two kids. Yep. Congratulations.
2: And and, uh, yeah, Nashville, New Hampshire, of all places. And you knew him from Cuba. Yes. So when you came, what year did you come to the United States?
5: Well, he's uh, my uncle, technically. Oh, okay. Yeah, so um, he started business there and and he wanted me to be part in the U.S. So you handled U.S. distribution of, of the brand, one and only brand. Only brand, yeah.
2: That's it. And that's, that's it. all he has? Yes. There's no other brand over no. there or anything? That's it? No. One. But God knows you made plenty of sizes.
5: Yes. <laughs> Holy well, God. I asked, I asked this question, and he said to me that uh, the reason he makes so many sizes is because so many smokers like different sizes. Yeah, but there's 20 sizes here, yeah, and yeah, now but, you came well, out with the you Maduro. You could cut
3: that down to, like, seven sizes and
5: rock it. No. Well, he said, like, you know, people like Lanceros, people like Corona. People like Petit. My God. Robusto. And you have, what's the thickest cigar you have? 54 Exigente. It's in the bottle. Yeah,
2: yeah. So 54 is the most, uh, and and the growingest is a 60 ring gauge, but I don't want you to add any more sizes because 20 is enough. No,
5: 60 is against the religion for us. 60 is too big. And now Cuba is starting to add big ring gauges, though. Oh,
2: really? Yeah, they're starting this year. So you're going to see what's going to happen, and then you, you you, you gotta. Well, I'd say you got to look at the U.S. market, but his market also is Costa Rica.
5: So you see, in Costa Rica, they probably sell a lot of Coronas. Well, the problem is in California, we have a lot of uh, stores that buy a lot of like small sizes, like Corona, uh, Lanceros. No kidding. Yes.
2: Well, we were just going through our numbers here in Nashville, New
5: Hampshire. Not so much. Yeah, in New England, most people, they smoke like... They smoke the
3: Robusto is what they smoke.
5: Robusto, <laughs> Toro. Yeah.
3: Mm.
5: Yeah. So,
2: you've been doing this for a couple of years. A couple of years. And uh, you got out there in a, how many stores, you think? We have probably like 50 stores, 55. So, this is a micro brand in the United States right yes. now. And... <laughs> We can't expect it to blow up and be everywhere because they only make so many cigars, Yeah, well, right? the,
5: the, the reason is, is like Benigno buys the tobacco, the premium tobacco uh, from this tobacco that has Nicaragua, Dominican Republic, Ecuador, and Indonesia. So he buys uh, a small quantity but with, with quality. Yeah, okay. So he doesn't want to produce more because you lose the quality of the cigar. So, in the U.S., how many, how many cigars are you, you bringing in? We, right now, uh, before we started, the market was uh, England and Brazil. So, we're trying to combine everything to United States right now. So, okay. we mo- we're moving everything to the U.S. Okay. Uh, so, only 50,
2: 55 stores in the United States so, so far. You're looking for more. More, So, yeah. I know we have some retailers list to listen to the show, too. They can get a hold of you uh, at... Um, your natural location, or what's the best way to get you? Uh, SalesAppBenninoCigars.com? Uh, or the phone number? Phone number 603-420-8553. I'll say that again. Any retailers out there looking to get a hold of this brand? And uh, let me give you a, a little heads up from another retailer. You want this brand, so bring it in.
5: 603-420-8553. Now, Small production, great quality. Now, I want to ask something. It's like this is a limited production. We produce 800 bucks a month. We, 800 boxes of 10? 10. Uh, 10 and 25. We, okay. we make, together is 800 boxes multiplied by 25. Okay. It's like, I don't know how much. Uh, you're amount. looking at
3: the wrong guy if you're looking for a math equation. Math. Yeah. <laughs> <No>?
5: 16,
2: 20,000?
5: 40,000. 40,000? A month, yeah. 40,000 cigars a month. A cigar It's what we do a month. So That's it. We can't know more, go more than that. First, because for the tobacco. Right.
3: Let's, let's talk a little bit about the tobacco and what separates this cigar from, from lots of other cigars. What I notice as I'm smoking it is it, it's very aromatic. And is this on purpose or does this happen by accident?
5: Well, um, first is the quality of the tobacco we buy. Second, we age the tobacco for three or four years.
2: Three or four years. Yes,
5: before we make the cigar. That's impressive. Yeah, And the blend he made, uh, he used, like, for example, Capote for another, for Ligero. You know, he changed yeah. a little bit.
2: For each size? Or no, each, the, each the fillet
5: is the same. The, the each size is, the same, is the, yeah. same, the same flavor, the same taste, yeah. Hmm.
2: So 20 different sizes, they should all
5: taste the same. No, the difference is, is because a, in different sizes they have different grams. So... The weight of the gram they have different ligero, sure. Yes. So, it, so that is the reason on the on the on the brochure you have a strong 20, medium.
2: Well, because of the thickness of it. So the thinner you're going to get a
1: cigar, the amount of the the ligero it has. Yeah. Okay, Dave, you might want to hit the bell. By the way, we have some audience feedback. Uh, you were correct, twenty thousand monthly. Thank ah, you.
3: Ah, uh, the audience out here was wrong. I'm looking right at him right there. But I, because wrong.
2: They, These are customers. I don't want to make them feel wrong, but <laughs> if you do, that's okay. He, he admitted his own mistake. He was a gentleman. Here we go.
3: Nice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's okay.
3: Now, uh, you, you do you do other things or have done other things besides just tobacco. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about <laughs> <Yeah>. table tennis? <laughs> table tennis. Ooh. How do you like this?
5: What do you want to know? About? Well, Mr. Jonathan is rumor. a pro.
3: I'm not a pro. Well, an amateur pro. Not even an amateur pro. I can return a serve. That's what I'm good to at. Be you think you can. Now, um, what, what – What's with the table tennis?
5: Well, I say you know in Cuba I used to play table tennis for a long time. I was a professional table tennis, and I came to US play for a couple of years, but I have to go back to my root, that is the tobacco. There we go. Yeah. Okay. So. So. Professional table. We should tennis. have had a table tennis. We uh, should have
3: table set up here. Yeah, bro, just yes. so I could be embarrassed. Oh, uh, that would Gold be great. Gold cherry. Yeah. <laughs> now you were you were saying uh, off the air earlier that. And this this was something that I found interesting that the paddle that you have before you put what what's the thing you put on it a glue, the, oh, the rubber the rubber okay so before you put the rubber on two hundred and fifty dollars yeah just for the, the for the paddle yes wow unbelievable and this paddle you've carried with you from Cuba no 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 we, no this one you got in the United States yeah we bought All it right. and you change the rubber you, every,
5: change, you change the rubber uh, every forty fifty hours. Hours. Hours, yeah.
3: Unbelievable. Because I've had the same paddle for like 10 years. Is that bad? Probably. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't think you have 40, 50 hours on it.
3: Maybe not. Yeah. I had a, I had a what we call it ping pong in my house, but ping pong table, you know,
5: regulation size. It's the same size. thing, right?
2: Ping pong and table tennis, same thing.
5: Some people play ping pong like I am. Professional play table tennis. Nice. Okay. Ah, nice. There you go. Man, you change the, that's like, what is that, every week if you're practicing all the time? It's eight hours a day. Oh, my
3: God. Like seven hours a day. I've been using the same condom with my wife for over ten years. Just rinse it off. Okay. Just as good.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I heard that table tennis is a big sport in the cigar business. That somebody else big in the cigar business was a professional... Uh, table tennis What's player, that? Rocky Patel. Oh, wow. We have to challenge him. We have to. Here's the challenge right yeah. here. Is this the challenge? Yeah. Can we this do it
1: live the... on the show? Oh, wouldn't yeah. that be nice? This is the, Give them the... both
3: a microphone? Yep.
2: I heard he forth. was going to be in the Olympics or something.
3: Just make
5: the game on. Right? Yeah. Oh, we got That's a challenge. It? That's it. Nice. Is table tennis even in the Olympics? Yeah. Now, uh, since 1988. 1988? Yeah, no 1988,
2: kidding. yes. Is it a winter sport or a summer sport? Summer. Summer? Of course. What was I thinking? You play indoors. Indoors, right? you can. Get... <laughs> yeah. <it doesn't> <laughs> and, you, it, and besides a skill of hitting the ball as it comes to you, I mean, how skillful really is it?
5: For table tennis? Yeah. Well, it's just so uh, you have to train, in, you know, because. You have to train, really. You have to train, like probably, like I said, seven hours are a day. Are you training or are you practicing? Is it training? In other words, lifting weights?
2: Do
3: you Florida? have like a, you have a to bedpan th- at the end of the table and you're shooting the ball well, you into have the to the the gym, You have
5: to hit the gym uh, every – run every day. You have to run every day. You have to every run day, every day, yeah. Run no, every day. I'm uh, out. You spend, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you spend probably two hours serving. Wow. Two hours serving? Uh, yeah. Two Ping ma- pong balls? Two, yes. And after that, you hit the ball with somebody else for Dude, a couple of hours. Dude, it's competitive.
1: Hours. Have you guys ever seen like the – Yeah, uh, I've seen
3: them play. They back like 30 feet away from the table, and yeah. these dudes are launching 60-foot go, going like 100 shots. miles per hour. Yeah, Chinese. Pages. 130 Chinese. miles per hour.
5: 130. See, 130. 130 miles well, an hour. Well, this
3: is funny. You think that it's, that it's a joke. My buddy got a te- uh, ping pong ball to the eye Ooh. and almost lost eyesight I in that eye, that. hemorrhaging the whole bit. Yeah. Got it in the eye. It's 130. He, he was up. playing some kid from MIT. He tried to hustle, and the guy hustled him back. Just drilled them with the ball.
2: And the ball is, is little plastic,
5: air filled It's oh, plastic, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but coming at 130 miles per hour? It's hard.
3: <sighs> is it that will sting filled you. with nitrogen or something crazy? No, no, just, no. <laughs> just regular air?
5: Yeah. To put that in
1: perspective, the fastest registered slap shot in hockey is like 111 miles per hour. Wow. You know oh, the, problem with the
5: problem with the table tennis is you hit the ball and it's coming with a spin. Yeah. So that is what at 130 it, miles an that hour. That is what is going. Yeah.
2: And wh- and wh- what's the idea of it is to put it on the other side, wherever the
5: player's motion is going. Well, the the reason is you have to be accurate. There's the there's a reason you play you practice for so long because you have to be accurate. You have, you want to put in the ball where you want.
2: Yeah. I wish we had a table tennis. you, oh, you practice? So bad. Do you practice so hitting
5: the very
3: very edge so that the ball just drops off like a suicide drop?
5: Mm, no. You play. Uh, it's, I have to draw on the map, but you ha- you play like by the end and before, okay, no in the middle. And you pl- you play each player differently. Yes, yeah.
2: You look at that player. You after yeah. a couple of things, you say, "Oh, I see yes, it's
5: lefty." You play different. It's yeah. right hand is different. Yeah, though. lefty. It's tough. I'd up, be willing.
3: Yeah. To, I'd be willing to play if you're willing to use the back of your cell phone.
5: Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'll use you know well, I'll use I, your two hundred fifty dollar paddle. I want to. I ch- want new
3: rubbers. <laughs> I don't want any shared rubbers. I want a new one. I want to change
5: the sport. I want to ch- play chess. Chess? Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Mr. Do.
2: Jonathan says he's never been
5: defeated. Are Until? You, you know somebody who played chess here? Mr. Jonathan? Oh, I do. Play chess? I play
3: chess. I didn't know that. Yeah. I can hang on the chessboard. Ping okay. pong, ten- table tennis, not so much, but I can hang when it comes to chess.
2: Okay. So I say uh, after the show we have a chess game and we'll report next week. All right. Okay. How many moves it takes before Mr. Jonathan's out? <laughs> okay. You feel like a winner? You're All gonna right. win, Mr. Jonathan?
3: I feel I feel confident in my ability to play chess. I, I have not seen Jose Ramos play, so I'll leave it I'll leave it at that. But I'm confident in my ability yeah, to win. I don't know about win, but you either a lo- win it you lose. Not true. There's also stalemate. Which is a skill in and of itself, as you know, I'm sure, Jose.
5: Yeah. <laughs>
2: we have to find out. <laughs> we will find out, and we'll find out that at the end of the show. I think we'll go right on to that. So you have a new Maduro. I'm going to put the cigar down as much as I'm enjoying it, uh, but I want to talk about the Maduro right now, which is being launched right now. Yes. So everybody that's out there, this is a new cigar that comes out today, wow. right this minute, and we will be one of the first to try this. And I'll tell you one thing. I'll, I'll, I'll know looking at this Maduro. This is authentic, real Maduro. I was
3: going to say that exact same thing, David. It is. It is uh, caramel I, color, I rather than black. I appreciate this.
2: Define. Uh, you, I'm lost a little bit. I hate when they jet black because. Tobacco leaves don't become jet black. It's died. process has dyed. dyed or something died. is done to it that it's not automatically happened to this. This is authentic. So if you have a black, black cigar, you think you're smoking Maduro, there's no way that leaf becomes that color. Yeah, this
3: like we're not going to mention any names like Onyx, but <laughs> some cigars are so dark <laughs> that you can't tell the difference between the, the band and the cigar. You can't tell where one begins and one ends.
2: That's it. So, so you want to try one of those? Yeah, Please, yeah.
3: You either want something aromatic or you want burning envelope glue. I mean, it's up to you.
2: Yeah, pass that out. These are uh, you can have them in boxes of twenty-five or you have them in easily boxes for, for a customer to buy in ten packs. Uh, beautiful lacquered ten-pack boxes, and your cigars are running in the eight to 12? 8 to twelve dollars. Eight to twelve, yes. Eight to twelve dollars.
3: <throat> well, the official cutting brought to you by.
2: Oh yeah, so we're going to do the, <laughs> this first by Perdomo cigars. <clears throat> I don't know where my notes are. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that, while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. You took my cutter. I know I <laughs> did. <laughs> Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And I have Mr. Jonathan's cutter.
1: I visualize our audience now all, all cutting it or making that sound at the same time. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
3: they do have to. There we go. That's a party. Thank you. And uh, the lighter that we're gonna use is the Vertigo Vortex. It looks a little bit like a cyclone, all wrapped up uh, in, in plastic. Huge tank. I do have one of these and I have one of the cyclones and uh, the tank on this thing I, I bought the, the lighter. I still have yet to fill the tank. And I, I smoke a lot of cigars.
2: How much is this? Fourteen ninety nine. Unbelievable lighter for Fourteen ninety nine. There we go. You got it. Triple jet. I'm pre-tasting the cigar. Very clean, very densely packed, like it's going to be a tight draw, not tight draw at all. Perfect.
5: And is this the same cigar, but the wrap is different? Yes, it's the same cigar. Uh, the fill is the same, it's just the wrap is different. So, Okay.
3: The wrap is completely different, or it's just a different priming?
5: Different wrapper.
3: Completely different wrapper. Yeah. Okay. It's
5: like one is Connecticut wrapper from Ecuador. The other one is, is a Maduro from Brazil. Natural Maduro from Brazil. You
3: say natural Maduro meaning nothing's been done to it. No, na- there is no natural,
5: natural Maduro. Now,
3: everybody says, they swear, if the the guy that reps Onyx just to pick on a cigar because we've smoked it before, that guy says, no, I've done nothing to the wrapper, but it comes off on the paper. You wipe that cigar on the paper, and I'm wiping this on this paper here. I licked it. And nothing's coming off. It's not natural Maduro.
2: I say everybody does it naturally now. Stop that other crap. Stop doing it. Because Maduro has a sweet component to it. Yeah. It has a, a fantastic taste. And when they do it that other way, it's, it's gone. And I don't care what they end up doing to it, but it's not that. It's, it's almost like it hasn't gone through the aging process. Maduro in, in Spanish is ripe, right? Ripened.
5: Uh, Maduro is, uh, yes. Yeah.
4: Hmm. yeah, that's good. And well, This
1: is the official launch day. This is the first time it's being this, this is it. released. This is it. It's Today's kind of, a day.
3: It's got a, a little bit of a sweetness, and it has a, a little hint of spicy. Hmm. Uh, not too spicy, not really pepper. It's, it, I'm
2: having a hard time identifying exactly... The spice, give me a second. Mr. Jonathan smoking both of them at the same time. Kids at home, don't try this. This is for adults and adults only. I disagree. I
3: think everyone should try smoking two cigars for once in their life. One time, try smoking two.
2: Everyone? Not children, but.
3: Well, you shouldn't be smoking cigars if you're a child. A child. And then too.
2: Yeah. So, I am going to smoke both at the same time, but what you like to do when people come in smoking a cigar, and I saw you doing it to people that were coming in here, is you ask them to continue to smoke the cigar they're smoking, but try yours at the same
5: time. Well, I did that in the event in Vegas last year. At the IPCPR trade show? Yeah. Uh, And he was. Excellent because people that come with the good cigar, well, they say it's good cigar. I don't want to say any brand. Yeah. So, and after that, when I pass Don Benigno, you know, when they're trying to uh, smoke <clears throat> together, they find you find out which one has more aroma, which one draw easy, which one has balance there. So, and this is almost a Pepsi challenge. And we went over this that um,
2: try your, theirs, try mine, go back and forth. All right, now, which one do you like? Keep the one you like, put the other one in the other way.
5: Yeah, when you have the smoke, the both smoke in your mouth, one tell you which one is better than another.
3: Right. And that's the way to compare it, really. Yes. Some people will say, you know, you smoke, if you're going to smoke two cigars, you smoke one cigar all the way, you drink some coffee, and then you switch over to the other cigar. But no. your brain can't remember that far. No,
5: you can't. You You've can't. got to
3: be able to go, in this case, I'm doing Maduro first, then the natural. Yep. Then I'm going to clear a breath, and I'm going to do the natural than the Maduro, and I'm going to see which one my palate plays to. But I have to say, I've, I've already done this, uh, and I know the answer. The answer for me is the Maduro, and I'm not a Maduro smoker usually. Hmm. I can't stand all the dyed nonsense and the, the stuff that's too dark. This is very, very good.
2: Well, thank. They're you. very different. They t- totally one, one leaf different. The outside leaf is different on
1: these two cigars. Other than that, it's the same exact cigar. They are totally different cigars. Completely. I mean, yeah. you not, you'd never guess that it was the same tobacco inside. Right. Never yeah. guess that.
5: Yeah, it's very interesting. Now, talk about aroma to us. Well, here, uh, aroma um, is, uh, here in the United States, normally people, they don't know what is aroma. Aroma is, uh, is like, it's a flavor in the tobacco, but it's uh, rare to find some cigars, so that is the key, what we have in Benigno Cigar, that uh, he, this is what he fight on the time. This is what he trying to find good tobacco with aromas. And that way the flavor, when you smoke the cigar in your mouth, you feel it, that you're smoking excellent cigar. Because the aroma uh, take the aftertaste, first, second, the strength of the cigar. Benigno Cigar is a, a strong cigar. Well, it's, we, we call it strong, but the, the aroma takes the strength of the cigar. Smooth the cigar down. Do
2: you, you blow it out your nose?
5: Sometimes. Yeah? I don't want to do it now.
2: Okay. <laughs> because that's not, you watch the that Americans, is, that's not that what is, they do. Yeah. That, so is, that, is
5: the only way, that is the only way to taste it out.
2: Is, is blowing it through your nose, yeah. but you notice that the American population no, don't do that. Don't so do they're it. tasting a different way. Different way, yes. Than we are. Um, can you say, Lucy, you've got some explaining to do. Lucy, you have some explaining to do. Okay.
5: Right Lucy, you, you have some okay. explaining to Why do. I do. know where you're coming from. The hell you, you know you like where that coming? comes from? <laughs> Lucy, you what, what is that? You have some explaining to do. You have, you, ha, you uh, Lucy, you got some explaining to do. There we go. Nice. <laughs> yeah. He does sound a little like. Do you know where like that comes? That's
2: what you sound like. He sounds a little Ricky bit Rick- like Rick- oh, Ricardo. Ricardo. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Lucy, you have some explaining to do on the, in, on the Cigar Authority. Oh, there we go. All right, okay. we can use this.
5: Lucy, you got something explaining to do and Cigar Authority. There we go. Close enough for government work. <laughs> <laughs> that works.
2: And, folks, you'll be listening to that as a go. You, you sound like him. You sound like Ricky Ricardo from um, Lucy's show.
5: From- yeah. Did you
2: have that? You didn't have that in Cuba? Uh,
5: no, I watch him here.
2: Yeah. Nick at night, baby. Yep. Now this the, the Maduro
3: here is a cinnamon milkshake that is uh, made with Briar's vanilla bean ice cream. That's what this tastes like to me. Stand by. There we go.
2: Do you taste any of those things that the magazines write up and say cinnamony with vanilla bean and uh, no, uh, not at all. The so. real, the real guy. <laughs> but now he said it to you. Taste the Maduro, and see if you can taste cinnamon and it's creaminess, a little bit of creaminess, a sweetness. It is. It's cinnamony and it's yeah. creamy. I hate to make him right, but he's right. Yeah.
3: The, the milkshake was made in August, August tenth. It was a Saturday. It
2: was a Saturday, obviously. <laughs> it's
5: oh, a great cigar. It's very good. It's very good. Say the name again. Don Benigno,
2: Benigno. Don, Benigno, Don Benigno, Benigno. Benigno. Cigars guys, out of Costa Rica. This is the Maduro. First time trying it, right here on the Cigar Authority. When we come back, the FDA is losing their minds again. We already did that. Uh, Doctor Mark Markozy. We have some news from him, Gentleman Chuck Morrison, old Fart Freddie, and uh, we'll continue smoking. Dog Magneto, it's Benigno, it's Benigno. <laughs> I have a hard time <laughs> You're with out that of name. control with that. I have a hard time. Anyway, we're broadcasting from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashville, New Hampshire. Taking a short break, and we'll be back. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Keep the lid end out of your mouth.
0: <laughs> Truly bold cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout. And you never want it bad. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning
3: TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic
0: Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality.
1: in price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsac Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsack, everything Castro was now backwards. Ortzack is Castro spelled backwards. Ortzack is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like. Only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortzak Bulletproof 1962. Reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsac, but you will love them.
0: This, this is the Cigar Authority. You're
4: either in or you're out,
0: right now. The simple fact is, it's no laughing matter. The authority on everything cigar. It's like fishing with dynamite. In and out of the cigar industry. Are you smoking yet? This is probably the best thing that's ever happened to us. With your hosts, David Garofalo. I promise I'll do better at this job than I did on the SATs. Mr. Jonathan. I'm ready. I'm walking tall. I've been earning and burning, snapping necks, cashing checks. And Chuck Morrison. Now he's used to big Big group, so make them feel like there's a crowd here. It's time to light them up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Well, if you learned anything today, it won't be the truth.
2: Welcome back, everybody. Broadcasting from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashville, New Hampshire. And uh, we got some news from a scientist, and we have old Fat Freddy and Gentleman Chuck Morrison. And uh, we're going to look at the Ten Commandments. And what we didn't bring up here is uh, the man on the cover. Yes. Yeah. Who's he look like to
4: you? He
3: looks a little bit like Saddam Hussein. <laughs> yeah,
2: totally.
4: Yeah.
3: Luckily, luckily, his cigar does not taste like Shiite, so we're good. But boom, boom, ching Don Bonino. That was, that's who I thought it was the first time I saw the thing. I'm like, are you
2: out of your mind? And that's his uncle. Put that away. Right. Right. So uh, that is it. Mr. Jonathan, what do you got to say?
3: You are listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. And, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. We're pretending today's Saturday, but it's really Thursday. (laughs) And we're the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You just tune in at thecigarauthority.com, where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Any time. You simply find us on iTunes, where you can set it and forget it. And our shows are now being uploaded to YouTube, typically on Sunday, so that I have time to get it all done.
2: Okay. You're already pre- premising that to say you will not get it up on time. Right away, you will do it later because it takes hours to do.
3: It does take hours We're to do. We're going to
2: figure out ways to do it on the fly as it's happening.
3: I started messing around a little bit this week, Chuck, on how to uh, broadcast live on YouTube. Mm. Not easy.
2: Right through a Google Hangout?
3: Uh, I don't know how to do that, but it was the, the app for broadcasting live on YouTube. It's a
2: very similar to the Ustream setup, but I couldn't figure out... How to make it work. Maybe it works better. Maybe we can figure out a way to make things better. Now, let's talk
3: about what is going on at Two Guys Smoke Shop. Because if you purchase a box of Don Benigno cigars. Yes, this is happening today, tomorrow. Tomorrow and Saturday. So if you're listening to the show on Saturday because that's your regular ritual. Shame on you for not listening on Thursday. But you still have a chance. Uh, On Saturday, we'll be in Seabrook. Friday, we'll be in Salem. You buy a box, 10-count box. And this
2: is even the people if they're listening from far away. Sure, I'm we sure. Can, we'll take care of you. Continental United States, will say. Okay. If, you're, if you have
3: to call on the phone on Monday, you will have to mention that you heard it on the Cigar Authority. Uh, and Ed or myself will take the call and we'll take care of you. Uh, but this is the coolest thing. You buy a box of Don Benigno and in honor box of the, of 10, the easy guy quick, with quick. the mustache on the flyer, yeah, you get a shaving kit, an old-school shaving kit with a brush, the, the mug. mug, the oh, soap. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this made me think, if you're shaving, what are the top shaving uh, or facial hair styles that are, that are existing right now? Like what's coming handlebar. into 2014, what's big? We've got to bring back the handlebar. Well, you'd have to bring it back because it doesn't the make the The Charlie Chaplin. The Charlie Chaplin. Better known as
2: the, the Adolf Hitler? Hitler? Yeah. yeah, no. That's not coming back?
3: Uh, number eight, coming in at number eight, is the circle beard. Or uh, I've always known it as the sky piece. My good friend Ed over there has it. I have it. It is the uh, mustache connected down to the goatee. This is some people call this a goatee. It's a circle beard or a sky piece. Uh, that's the, the final place there,
2: and that is what number. That's number, number one or oh, number, number eight. eight. Number I see seven. everybody using that.
3: Number seven what? is the tidy mustache. Tidy, not tiny. Tidy, tidy mustache. Very tidy. Uh, Someone like Tom Selleck, for example, rocking the tidy mustache. Well kept, well trimmed. No errant hairs everywhere. But not thin and
2: tight. But bushy. A little
3: bushy, but but well groomed.
2: Okay. Uh,
3: Then there's the goatee, which is just the chin, or it can be like old Fart Freddy has. He's got the chin and the mustache. No connector. You shave in there. You get the brush. The shaving brush in there, you get the don't foam connect in there. them,
2: but you got two two just things Just the mustache happen.
3: and the beard, or just the just
2: the chin there. Uh, the five o'clock shadow, just the, scene, the chin one, just the goat is kind of a little weird looking to me. Sixties, is it's, that sixties? Yeah, it's maybe in the thirteen hundreds or something. From uh, <laughs> yeah. beatniks have that one. Yeah,
3: banging their Congo drum, their bongos, playing music that doesn't rhyme, Daddy
2: O and stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's very hip. Yeah, <laughs> hipsters, hip, hip, hip 40, 50 years ago. Right. Go ahead.
3: Uh, the 5 o'clock shadow has seen a big rise, uh, as Dave calls it, the two-weaker.
2: Oh, takes really? Him, it takes
3: them about two weeks to grow a 5 o'clock shadow, I've noticed. Okay. Uh, number four, if you're starting to go gray, gray is okay. You can rock the beard with the natural color. The Just for Men nonsense is out. You can just go natural, salt and pepper beard, and it's good. What number is that? That's number four. All right. We're at number three. According to who? Who cares? All right, go ahead. to me. I did research All on right. this. Uh, the short sideburns is uh, up to the mid-ear. You can have short sideburns. The place you can not have sideburns is if you have a bald head. No sideburns if you've got a bald head. I don't want to say I found that out the hard way. All right, it, really? It's not a good look. Chicks don't dig it. All right. <laughs> uh, stubble. A little bit of stubble is sexy. That's a 12 o'clock shadow. Yeah. Well, this is beyond that. This is past the... For, I forgot the shave stage, so for you, about the four-week mark, yeah. uh, that would <laughs> really? be... Really? I can't grow a, a beard, <laughs> you're saying, huh? <laughs> Don't sing it if you can't bring really? it. We have a beard-growing contest right now. I like to stay clean-shaving, gentleman-like. Well, the number one facial hairstyle across the United States as we cross from 2013 into 2014 is the clean-shaven face. Which is
2: a, 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 Which is a...
3: No facial hair. No facial. The absence of facial hair is the number one High facial five, hair. Dave. There we go. <laughs> so
2: you, you rock it. I rock it. And the coach too. Look at that. The handsome Joe, looking good out there, boys. Ever since the Red Sox, everybody's been doing the beard thing. What's the yeah. big beard?
3: Oh, that's the, probably number nine. Yeah. I don't know.
2: From the um, the guys that one um, of those guys on TV that do the uh, the alcohol. Um, Moonshiners.
3: Yeah. Oh, the Duck Dynasty guys. They got yeah. big beards, too. Yeah, Duck yeah.
2: Dynasty, the ZZ Top, whatever you want to call it. You call it like the hillbilly?
3: Hillbilly. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, it's like very long, kind of comes to a point. Yeah. Do you think, though, 2014 is going to be clean shaven? 2014, all my data and my peeps that I've been uh, checking yeah. with are saying clean shaven. And it. so
2: what does that mean for
3: you? I'm keeping this. You're keeping it. I look like an absolute axe murderer without it. I have to have a little something. I can't, I just can't do it. Grow your hearing. I don't think so. With tie- Go with the tights. <laughs> Go with the tights. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> uh, ring the bell. Yeah, yeah the bell. you can't.
2: <laughs> the sweep over, the, the, tope, do the, the toupee. I could do the touque. <clears throat> <clears throat> huh? The toupee? Yeah, I guess I could. Maybe maybe bald head isn't in this year?
3: Well, I'm not, I don't have a choice. I've been oh. shaving my head over 15 years. Oh, that's right. I don't think people would recognize it.
2: Okay. The original
3: reason I started shaving my head was I was a breakdancer, and I wore a hole in my hairline, and my barber was making fun of me. He was my roommate. And so I'd go into the barbershop, he'd cut my hair, and he'd tease me because he couldn't figure out why I wasn't growing hair at the top of my head. Not male pattern baldness, not widow's peak. I had a little bit of that going on, but just the very top, nothing grows. I don't have to shave it. And it's because I spun on my head, and I... Uh, Ripped the follicles completely
2: out. That answer, and other things came out with it. <laughs> it Could it have answers, been my brain. It answers a few questions a Couple that we were probably asking ourselves over the years. So now
3: I have some inside information here that you are about to do something. And Chuck, with his gentleman's way, is going to cover very similar information here. Yep. This is just to give you the heads up. We're really? going to have a little bit of a repeat because the two of you don't communicate during the week, which is okay. A little repeating's good. We're oh, going to do the you, same you, you, thing? You, you go, you're going uh, uh, to be very similar.
1: Yeah, it will be similar, but uh, mine will be kind of like the, the gentleman's list, if you will.
3: I don't know what I'm going to do. You're about to do the Ten Commandments of cigars. Oh,
2: okay. If you okay. look at your show prep list there. So do you want me to do that? Or Does yeah. Gentleman Chuck Morrison want to go first?
1: Ooh. You may. There we go. What a gentleman. You may.
3: It's only because he can't find his list. I have
1: it right here in my hand. <laughs> he's, he's ready to go. He's a gentleman, man. He's debonair. All right. So here we go. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman, I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is the gentleman's way, brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Gentlemen, today we're going to talk The Gentleman's Guide to Cigar Etiquette. A gentleman always asks permission. Outside of being in a smoke shop, always ask permission from those around you before lighting a cigar. A gentleman always brings enough to share. Cigars are like tires. You should always have a spare. You can't enjoy something as good as a cigar in public without being reasonably sure that someone else is going to ask you for one, and there's absolutely nothing worse than a stingy cigar smoker.
3: I have a question for you, Chuck. Yes, sir. Let's say I notice someone smoking a cigar. Yep. Should I go up and ask him for one, or should I just let him just smoke a cigar in peace, leave him alone, and let him go no, off to think. No, the
1: gentleman it. thing to do is, is to offer one of your own. You would not go up to someone and say, uh, can I get a cigar from you? All right. That's Just make it sure. Yeah, that that's amateur. <laughs> You don't need to be passing out $30 at a base at parties, but you do need to make sure that you come prepared to demonstrate your generosity when the, when the occasion calls for itself. What
2: you should pass out is a debonair.
1: Absolutely. There we go. Absolutely. Uh, a gentleman, you guys might not know this. Um, actually, you guys would. Our listeners, this is important. A gentleman never lights another gentleman's cigar. People who have never smoked a cigar before often operate under the mistaken assumption that it is polite to light another person's cigar for them. This is an understandable and easily forgivable mistake, but it's still a mistake. If you light another person's stogie, you run the risk of ruining the flavor by accidentally forcing them to draw too hard on their cigar. Unless specifically requested, light let others light their own sticks. Absolutely.
3: Nice. True.
1: Yep. Well played. Uh, a gentleman always knows when to remove his band. Now, I did some research on this, and I'm anxious to get your opinion on this. The debate over whether or not a person should remove their band from the cigar that their smoking is is old as it is laborious. There are strong arguments on both sides. Some people consider it acceptable to remove the band from your cigar when you're halfway finished with it. The rationale behind this position is that the heat from the cigar warms the glue of the band, making it easier to remove without destroying your cigar. I concur. Others consider leaving the band on, uh, on form, a form of bragging. Leaving the the band on as a form of bragging, a way of drawing attention to the price and quality of the cigar you're smoking. There's no universal rule governing cigar uh, bands. The best way to avoid a cigar smoking Fox Paw is to be aware of your surroundings.
2: Okay. So, that is true. Yeah. Now, it all depends when you take the band off whether the cigar was in cellophane or not in cellophane Ah. originally when you got it. Why would that have any indication of taking the band off or not? Because when they put a cigar band on a cigar that is going to have cellophane, they purposely touch the paper band with the glue and actually glue it oh so slightly on the wrapper of the cigar itself so that when they apply the cellophane on it, the cigar band does not slide down and every band is in the same exact position. If a cigar is not going to be cellophane, that drop of glue would not have to be added,
3: and I have proof right here. Yeah, there it is. In Don Benigno, the natural is cellophane, whereas the Maduro is not because the natural wrapper is a little thin and would be susceptible to damage rubbing up against the other cigars, Look at that. whereas the Maduro, the wrapper is much more hardy and can withstand the abuse of being rubbed up against other cigars in the box. They do not cellophane it, and the band slides effortlessly over this cigar, no problem, and the one, even,
2: even though I've smoked it right down to the band, it does not want to slide. Yep. It nice. will come off. As it gets heated up and loosened up a little bit, it'll come off, and if you carefully take it off, you won't take it take the uh, wrapper along with it. But if you did it early on, like some people, I don't want to brag, I bought an expensive cigar, and they're going to sit down right away and take the band off it. You run a serious risk of actually taking a little bit of the wrapper out there. At that point, you have a flute Mm. that when you take a drawer in it, you'll see the smoke come out of that hole, and you could put your finger over that hole, or you could just simply leave the band on.
1: Right. And I think my position would be to leave the band on. Leave it on
2: as it's getting, you know, I, I always take a band off as it gets low because I want to actually smoke it past the band, yeah. especially if it's something I've never smoked before because I want to see the change that would happen at that, at that point.
1: By the way, loving. The Medora. It's very good. Loving it. Yeah.
3: It's very good.
1: The last piece here, guys, was a gentleman never chews his cigar. Nobody likes a a slobbery cigar. Chewing on your cigar moistens the wrapper and increases the likelihood of that your cigar will fall apart while you smoke it. It also makes a mess. Bits of tobacco get into your mouth or spill onto the front of your shirt. Lastly, it makes the tobacco damp and heavy, restricting airflow and ruining the flavor of your cigar. That's The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question is, gentlemen, are you debonair? Enough.
3: In this one case, I think I got a 100% of the things right. <laughs> Hit
2: the bell. <laughs> you got it. We know how to do the cigars. We know how to do the cigars. Now, some of these things, maybe somebody would have taken the band off right away, and they just learned something. They get a cellophane cigar, and yet this always happens. I mean, they just learn something. Yeah. And I hope they learn something, and this is Miguel Sodell's list that we usually uh, bring out the first of every year, this is to the consumer that goes into cigar stores and smoking cigars uh, in cigar shops, and this is the Ten Commandments of cigar smokers. And we have an 11th commandment that we add every year, ever since I met Slobbercutter yep. Guy, but we'll get into that. It's number 11. <laughs> okay, so number 10, always have an extra cigar on hand. Mr. Chuck Morrison, you brought that up already. You should never know who you might uh, bump into, a brother of the leaf who needs a cigar in a pinch. Maybe you'll make a new friend. There you go. So that is number 10. Not a bad idea. And uh, number nine is thou shall not be fooled by fake cigars. Mm. Those Cubans you bought at that cruise for 50 bucks a piece, uh, stop bragging about them because they're fake (laughs) and people are (laughs) laughing behind your back. So I I hear it all the time.
3: I I had a customer. I I posted this on Facebook uh, last week. I had a customer come in and say that they do nothing but smoke Cuban cigars. They wanted to know where our Cuban cigars were. And I said, well, Cuban cigars in this country are illegal. And he said, well, uh, do you smoke Cuban cigars? And I said, I I certainly would never buy one. If someone gave me one, yeah, I guess I'd smoke it, but uh, no thank you. You know, I I typically lay lay off of them. And he said, well, I have an extra one. And he gave me one. And it said on the band made in the Dominican Republic this Cuban cigar that he handed me. Right. Outstanding. Yeah. Did you tell him? No, I did not. That dude was too much of a tool bag to be. Now, helped. as a Just, gentleman, this, yeah, this is important for I me. I think
1: you've got to tell him. Uh,
2: and you're the cigar store employee or owner of the Otherwise, cigar he's store.
1: walking around in ignorance and he might make a fool of himself in another yeah, environment. You know, you're kind of helping him out. I feel
2: sometimes that I'm going to insult him. I'm calling him stupid at that point. I'm not. But, yeah, uh, and at that point, they're almost ashamed to come back in there because they come in, all I smoke is Cuban cigars. The guy probably never smoked a Cuban cigar. He's been ripped off. I guess his best friend should tell him, I don't know if it should be me, yeah. uh, and all I do is get myself in trouble doing it. When they, when they hound me with, you know, I got this box, I was on a cruise, and let me know if they're real, you know, and they show it to me. I go, really, do you want me to tell you the truth? Well, at that point. They as soon it. as they walk in and it's a glass top cohibo, which there's no such thing, right? <laughs> they don't have such a thing. And, and there it is. And I, and I see it And I say, you want me to tell you the truth? And they say, yeah, I want you to tell That's me the truth. That's how I found out. So I don't have to go any further. I say, yeah, those are fake. Well, you haven't even looked at them yet. I don't You're even telling. have to look any further. And what did you pay for them? I paid $100 a mm. box. That would be strike two. They're absolutely not real. And you don't want to hear that. Do you like them? Yeah, I like them. Good. Yeah, you got some good cigars for four bucks a piece. It's probably what they're worth or less. But
1: that's it. That's tough.
2: Thou shall not go into a cigar event expecting free cigars. Okay, we have a cigar event going on right here, and we have uh, somebody with his brand, and he's showing off his new Maduro and launching it here. Don't expect a free one, um, or you shouldn't have gone to the event at all. If you do not receive uh, a free free cutter. Uh, or free refreshments, or something like that. Um, but don't expect a mooch. Mm-hmm. What you're going to get here is, you buy his cigars. He's going to give you the shaving kit, so so you can that, tighten up your facial hair. That's it. We'll get rid of it all So you're in first place, like, <laughs> like me. <laughs> Thou shall not be rude about smoking cigars. Cigar smokers are respectable, tax-paying people. We pay a lot of tax, more than most. Um, we need to respect people when we're in public, like you're saying. Yeah. So we yeah. have the same, yeah, the same pretty much
1: thing. It's good right. Good stuff.
2: Thou shalt not bitch about the price of a cigar. True. Every state has different tobacco taxes. Every shop has a different markup. If you do not like the price of the cigar, buy a different one. But going to them and yelling and screaming at what the price is—listen, there's nothing that can be done about it. Unfortunately, we're in a business that's taxed uh, very, very different than any other product. Uh, from state to state, from city to city, mm-hmm. you know, you go to New York. The tax in New York City is different than the c- the city next door. Mm-hmm. You know, there's different. And city in New York it. City, you got to
3: be 21 to buy it, anyways.
2: Right. Right. Thou sh- shall store shall store cigars properly. This is uh, and someone asks a question of this. We're gonna have to really get into a, maybe next week's show. Okay, and yeah. go deep into it. But uh, buy a humidor or rent a locker in a cigar shop. Uh, there's a lot that goes into keeping your cigars fresh. You should. The cigar shop you bought them in are keeping them in perfect condition. If you go into a reputable cigar shop, which I imagine if you're listening to the show, you are. Mm-hmm. You, uh, they've kept it in perfect condition, and the manufacturer, we've, we've heard of, of this cigar four years. Yeah. They kept the cigar in perfect condition for four years. We've kept them in perfect condition since we got them in, and now you get them, and you should keep them in perfect condition, and that means you need a humidor. Yeah. If you buy milk by the gallon, you need a refrigerator, or the milk's going to go bad. Because people say, I don't have a humidor. How do I keep my cigars fresh? You a buy humidor. a humidor. <laughs> yeah. It's that simple, right? Thou shall not abuse a cigar. It's not okay to buy a, a double Corona and cut it in half <laughs> and saving the other half for tomorrow. Have Sounds you ever to, seen that? Yes, yes I absolutely. I have seen everything. I have seen everything. <laughs> there,
3: there, are, there are customers that intentionally buy the Churchill size or the double Corona size so that they can do that, and it's terrible.
2: Oh. Don't do it. Buy the most popular size, the Robusto, and smoke. Make time to smoke. The big cigar. It's going to take you two hours to smoke it. Do yourself a favor and make two hours. Put two hours aside to to enjoy it. Yeah. Right. And as we know, it can't be, if it's a debonair, subtracted from one's life. Correct. Thou shall not uh, mistreat a cigar. Your cigar is probably unraveling because you cut it improperly. The burn is crooked because you lit it wrong. Yep. If all else fails, ask for help. And I know as, as men, we have a hard problem with that. It is Asking difficult. for help. It's tough for us to do it. But ask the proper way to cut and light a cigar. There is a proper way. We've had it on the show before. We'll continue to, to show those things as time goes on. But there's the right way to do it. I see more people doing it the wrong way than the right way. Yeah. 28 years in the cigar business, three different stores. I watch it every day. I watch it more wrong than the right way. Thou shall not brag about the brand you're smoking, how much you paid for the cigar, or how rare it is. Nobody likes a cigar snob. And the number one, Ten Commandment, thou shall not bring cigars purchased from online or other stores to any other cigar shop. And you've seen that, too. Only cigars
1: purchased from that shop are to be smoked in that shop, period. It's like walking into a Starbucks with a Dunkin' Donuts cup. That's how I look at it. It's like, as, really? It's as, You're it that It is guy? as ridiculous as that. You know what I'm saying? Like, have some etiquette. Yeah. You
2: don't bring a sandwich into a restaurant, yeah. sit down at the table and ask for a glass of water. Right.
1: You don't go to a bar with the, with the Bud Light.
2: And, you know, I'll, I'll understand some people to say, okay, I went into the store. I had this Cuban cigar that the guy got from uh, the thing, the fake one right. we were talking about earlier. And he wants to smoke it. And he wants to smoke it indoors because it's cold outside. And go into a store and buy a cigar. Yeah, because it's the right thing to yeah, do. really And is. go down and, and now smoke that, cute, quote, Cuban <laughs> cigar. No, you cannot smoke that cigar in that cigar shop. You have to smoke that cigar you bought. Save that one for when you go on the cruise. You say you can't smoke it at all. Or don't smoke it at all or whatever. You can't smoke it in somebody else's cigar shop. Yeah. Somebody else's cigar, it's not right. It's not right. You can't. So if I went into a restaurant and I brought my own sandwich and I sat down and, and, and ordered something to go right. and opened it, don't you feel funny doing it? Don't you feel weird? <laughs> I feel weird you're doing it. I'm embarrassed to say something to you, to tell you the truth. Yeah. But I want to say it. And you've but, seen it? Oh, God. All really? the time. All the time. All the time. So those are the Ten Commandments. And the Eleventh Commandment
3: yeah, the 11th is, one? thou shalt not lick your cigar... Do not run it all around in your mouth and get all the cells from the inside of your cheeks all over it and then ask me for my cutter. (laughs) The answer is no. I'm not being rude. I'm not being a jerk. I just don't want to make out with you, dude. Just get your own cutter if you're going to
2: lick your cigar before you cut it. There's no need for it. There is no need for it. So those are them. And if you have any more, go to info at thecigarauthority.com and we can add a 12th Amendment we yes, can keep going. we can amend these. We can amend them if, if you think there's anything wrong with what we said. But I didn't write them, but I think it's that great, and we bring it out every single year. Needs to be said. Needs to be said. Because unfortunately, some of these things need to be said. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Text the word cigars to 96362. Text the word cigars to 96362 as we are building our text for prizes and giveaways And we're ready to roll out with that. It's 2014, and we've got not as many as I'd like to get, but uh, we have some. So your odds are very good on winning these prizes and things. But also something like this that we're taping the show and you like to listen and watch live. You weren't able to because this was a taped, we could send out a message out there. We certainly could. But we didn't, but we could have. Anyway, so it's time to take a look at social media brought to you by the cigars that were built on social media. Here are the best tweets of the week. Okay, the best tweets I saw are all week. Scars are like tattoos, but with better stories. There you go. Right? The last time... I reach the stars. I pull the muscle. <laughs> <laughs> you call them gray hairs. I call them stress highlights. Okay. All right. Good. Old Far Freddy, right there. Say what I say. What you want about the South? But nobody retires and moves up north.
3: True. True story.
2: Right. And the best tweet I saw all week: the ATF, Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. Should be a convenience store, not a government agency. There we go. Those are the best tweets I saw, right? Brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The cigars that were built on social media. Rolled N2 Bar, the old okay. Cuban way. Recluse, Recluse Cigars. cigars. <laughs> I couldn't find my notes. That
3: was but, uh, but nice a kinda... signal you sent there. That was You're,
2: good. Very good.
3: Very wow. good. Wow. Okay. Well, the uh, Diamond Crown experience is drawing to a close. We've only got a, a few weeks left here. Uh, You've got uh, only a few weeks to get your entry in. You buy a couple of Diamond Crown cigars. That's the, the Diamond Crown line. You've got the Julius Caesar, and you've got Diamond Crown Maximus. You buy one of each. You can buy three of one kind. You can mix and match however you want to do it. You get at least three cigars, and you get entered in to win the Diamond Crown Experience, with, which is you and your guest joining David Garofalo, myself, Mr. Jonathan, and Gentleman Chuck Morrison for a special taping of the Cigar Authority radio program during a three-day, two-night smoking experience you will never forget. It's first crowd, first-class round-trip airfare for two from Boston to Tampa. Deluxe first-class accommodations in Tampa tour the J.C. Newman Cigar Museum, including cigars, you tour the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory, including cigars. And the best part about this is it's Eric or Bobby Newman are the only two people that give this tour, period. That's cool. it. You get the two top dogs taking time out of their day to walk you through their family's history. Family owned since 1896? Something like that. Something like that. You get dinner and a 95, tour. 95, Ed says. 95. 95. Nice. That was one off, i went over i lose <laughs> uh, d- <laughs> dinner and a tour of the award-winning burns steakhouse in florida including cigars and the best part is they also have a dessert room that you get a little tour of yes. We're all and uh, that. We're you get all to watch that. you get to watch david get some on the front of his shirt yes you do uh first class seating for the boston bruins versus tampa bay lightning in the diamond crown cigar lounge uh, 3 eight, 14, which is the only place you can watch a game live and also smoke a cigar, which will be included, and even cigars and cocktails at Bobby Newman's home. Uh, and we, we mentioned this. You get to sit in on a taping of the show Saturday, March 8th, live from Tampa, Florida. The package is priceless. Uh, it began October 19th, and it ends Saturday, January 25th. It's 100 Days of Awesomeness. So pick up a couple Diamond Crown cigars at a two-guy smoke shop. Yes, we don't like to do this, but you can call us at uh, 888-2-CIGAR-2 and uh, and sign yourself up over the phone. Uh, Other than that, please buy your cigars at a uh, brick-and-mortar location.
2: Come to our brick-and-mortar locations if you're in the area. If you're in the area. If not, take the uh, pilgrimage. Take a ride up. Come see the show.
1: Exit 1. Let us know Charlie Pateras has done it all the way from, is
2: it Tennessee. I think it is. Chattanooga, Tennessee? Yeah. he
3: He's traveled a couple of times up to visit That's us. Nice. He's awesome. Beautiful.
2: Okay, it's time to take a minute with Lorraine, brought to you by our friends at Fleur de Lorraine Cigars, rich, bold, and spicy, just like I like it.
4: Some call me a troublemaker and a threat to our national security because I refuse to shut up. I'm just practicing my First Amendment rights. Some call me a racist for criticizing our president. I just call him like I see him. Some even call me a teabagger for supporting the U.S. Constitution. Get your mind out of the gutter. Some even call me a warmonger because I support the troops. I love the troops. Some even call me a greedy capitalist because I don't believe in robbing from the rich. You know something? Some people got some of that right. I'm Lorraine from Florida Lorraine Cigars. Bowl rich and spicy, the way I like it.
2: She got me right there. I was thinking dirty, and then she said, get your mind out of the gutter. Nailed it. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, old Fod Freddy is back with us on a peek into the asylum. We have uh, news on our 200th show coming up. 200 shows. Wow. And uh, the Real Cigar of the Year, just weeks away. That and more when we return, broadcasting live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashua, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
3: mr jonathan a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist mr jonathan a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies top 40 and yes even country with a host of djs that operate Above the Mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. Your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com.
1: He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting
3: man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar
1: in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo. It lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except It's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar
0: Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal?
1: www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. Alright, sign
5: up is Smith Johnson from Top
4: Boy Cigars, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio
2: Network. Back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Nashville, New Hampshire. Old Fat Freddie here with us in the audience. We'll check in with him as we prepare for our 200th show, just two weeks away. Not knowing what the Patriots are going to do, Chuck. Next week's show is on you once again. No, man. Uh, if the Patriots end up uh, winning this week, that means you're going to head out to Denver. Do you know it's going to be Denver?
1: Well, here's, all right, here's, and this is so wacky, but basically, here's what happens. If the Patriots win, I'm um, working either Saturday or Sunday, and that's dependent on what happens in Denver. So Denver's playing San Diego. Dan- Denver's kind of the top dog. So if Denver wins and the Patriots win, the Patriots are going to Denver, Colorado, which would be a Sunday game, but we'd fly out either Friday or Saturday. If we win and Denver lo- loses, they're playing San Diego. San Diego would come here to New England. If The game would be on a Sunday. There'd be no conflict, and we would on have Saturday. a show on Saturday. So we're up in the air. We don't know what's going to go on, and uh, I don't
2: know God. who to vote for now. I don't want. I don't know who to root for. You want the Patriots to win? That's okay, but you don't want Denver to win. I don't uh, really
1: like Denver, anyways. Bad colors. It's a good city, but it's man. It's much better in the summer than it is in uh, January. Yeah, Denver, Colorado. Like it's good in August.
2: Marijuana. Yeah. Oh, God. Everybody must get stoned.
1: Yeah. But what is their law on? Uh... Just go there and smoke and go in the store and buy it. Which makes no sense because federally it's still illegal. Right. Well, so... this, is,
3: this is the conundrum because uh, there, there are lawyers that are advising their clients in Colorado on how to manage these businesses that are going to be built around selling marijuana. Yeah. But the, the trouble is the lawyers are ad- advising them based on state law. <laughs> and they actually can't advise them to do it based on national law because that would be against the law. It's a very, very tricky situation going on over there. we are sure. all going to
2: smoke a bone and figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Probably.
3: We need, to, we need to get you some evil weed on the show is yeah. what we need to have
2: happen. At the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. I yes. will not be partaking oh. in it. I not That you know
3: of. There I may don't... be some brownies or something that you eat.
2: Yeah, you eating, didn't know. The problem about the whole marijuana thing is the eating. That it actually makes you hungry. I don't need anything in my life to make me more hungry than I am. This is me controlling myself. Chuck, he he, had, he invited me out for breakfast the other
3: day, and I had already eaten breakfast, but yeah. I don't say no to Dave typically. So he said, you want to get breakfast? And I said, yes. So I went in, and I had something light, some crepes, which he made fun of me for. Crepes. And then –
2: Goes out for breakfast with I the said, boss. Well, he gets crepes. I said, well,
3: this is this is my second breakfast. And both eyebrows went up, and he went – Really? Like
2: he—he uh, he he was gained, impressed. He yeah.
3: gained respect. He, he hated me just a little bit more at that uh, less a little at less, that moment, a less.
2: just a little less. You guys are making me hungry right now. <laughs> there we go. So they're counterfeiting cigars again, and they counterfeiting Cuban cigars. Yes, they are. But get this: counterfeit Rocky Patel vintage cigars. Really. Rocky Patel Vintage Line is one of the most popular cigars sold by Rocky Patel Premium Cigars Incorporated. Now, top-selling brand has drawn attention to cigar counterfeiters. We have a big problem with counterfeit vintage brands, says Rocky Patel. The fake smokes are packaged in bundles, where true Rocky Patel Vintage cigars only come in boxes. Really? Patel said the fakes are being offered at cut-rate prices, half the price of the wholesale as a genuine product and they have moved master cartons large amounts, thousands and thousands of cigars out there, these are fakes. So wow. be on the lookout. Wow. If you got a good deal on Rocky Patel Vintage, forget about it. They're fakes. Really also, if you
3: get a good deal on anything, I mean if it's too good to be true, it's yeah. probably fake. That's
2: it. Rocky said that the counterfeit seemed uh, To be centralized in the Chicago area of the United States. But soon, you know. A lot of tobacco
3: production in Chicago. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
2: Consumers of cigar shops buying Rocky Patel vintage cigars should only purchase them that come in boxes, not in bundles. We don't make vintage in bundles, said Rocky. So be on the lookout for it if there's a great deal out there you hear on Rocky Patel vintage. Don't buy them. Those aren't the real McCoys. And, you know, we saw this a lot on the uh, Toro Fuente Opus X. Yeah. Many, many years of that. There was a lot of it on Padrones, the Padrone Anniversario, 1926, lots of fakes on this. But now you're taking a Rocky Patel, which is a, a $7, $8 cigar, and they're counterfeiting that, too. And that, in, in
3: each set of counterfeits, has its own way of you being able to detect. You said about the Cuban cigars, there's no glass top box. Uh, in the case of Padrone... Every Padron in the box has a different serial number on the band. Yeah. So if you see any repeating serial numbers, those are fake. That's how you look right. at it. You open up the box. You actually look to see, do the bands all have the same number or is every number different? Every and number should be can, different. Right. That's how you can tell. We got that right from George himself.
2: Yep. So uh, listen, they, they can uh, make fake um, money. You see the money changing all the time because yeah. there's been a lot of confidence. Yeah, now so would that, be the
3: time to make fake $100 bills because no one knows what the
2: new one looks like. Really? Yeah. <laughs> but the um, the fake cigars, the the bands are exact. I mean, it's easy enough to counterfeit cigar bands. So, you know, looking at a cigar band and said this is the real thing, they probably can buy them from the same maker that's making the bands for them now. Yeah, Get them out of the same factory. It can be the authentic band, but, again, you're not smoking the band. You're smoking the cigar itself. So be on the lookout. Uh, it's something to worry about when it comes to um, fake cigars. We're seeing a lot more of it. And uh, if if they can get a dollar cigar and they put a $7 band around it, they made $6. So they're making uh, $6 bills, little small paper, $6 bills, right? True story. Uh, More bad news, Boston. We're just 30 miles north of Boston. Boston bans park smoking. Boston, in Boston now, you cannot, uh, gets added to the growing number of large cities that does not allow smoking in their parks this has passed already. This includes cigarettes, marijuana, uh, and other lighted or vaporized substance, which means you can't even smoke the e-cigarettes. e-cigarettes, which for what reason, I have no idea. This went into effect immediately at the first of the year. And this is happening in the Boston Commons along with 251 parks, squares, cemeteries, and other office spaces in the what Boston are they area. What are you afraid of? You're going
3: to get the guy in the, uh, that's in the
2: tomb? Lung cancer? Right, no cemeteries. Secondhand smoking.
1: smoke on the, uh, the dead guy? Wussification no. of the United States. Yeah, of to,
2: to say the least. Violators of this new regulation will face fines of
3: $250. That's an expensive cigar.
2: It is. I kind of want to do it.
3: I I want you to. (laughs) Well, I mean, look what happened with Prohibition. They told you you couldn't couldn't drink, and uh, Americans rebelled. This is how NASCAR happened. I mean, you you say, I wonder what sport 100 years from now is going to come out of the smoking bans.
2: Something to think about. Well, you know what? I'll tell you what's going to come out of it. Let's see what Old Fat Freddy has to say about this. Maybe he's talking about that along with other things. And back uh, in the room right now, in the aging room, is Old Fat Freddy.
3: It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy.
4: Nowadays, women are drawn into infomercials that promise weight loss around the midsection and the reduction of the lady's muffin top. In my day, women wore this thing called a girdle. The only way to make sure your wife looked 20 pounds hotter was to help lace that bad boy up. I have to say, it did a great job keeping the muffin top where it belonged, on the muffin. Nowadays, there are many different ways to play golf. Best ball, closest to the pin, and match play. In my day, we played golf the only way we knew how, stroke play. Nowadays, technology has created very cheap alternatives for jewelry. Diamonds, pearls, rubies can be fake and no one can tell. In my day, diamonds and rubies were way too expensive. So on our one-year anniversary, I had my wife get down on one knee and I gave her her very first pearl necklace. We were girdle-lacing, stroke-playing men who gave their wives pearl necklaces at the end of a special evening. Sometimes,
3: aging makes a great cigar even better. (laughs) <laughs> Just like Aging Room Cigars, oh, made in comes. small here batches here from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try Aging Room Cigars from Boutique Blends.
4: Some things are better aged, some are not. Hey, Mr. Jonathan, I got these two pearl necklaces on a two-for-one deal, so bring the wife over after dinner tomorrow night, and I'll give her one, too. Okay, <laughs> Freddie. <laughs> you don't need to be talking about my wife like that.
2: Giving her a gift? What's wrong with that? That was a nice show. That was very gentlemanly, Mr. A uh, nice gesture. Oh fart Freddy there. January 25th, not next week, the following week, our 200th show. I don't care if the Patriots are playing, if it's a Super Bowl, what's going on. That show's happening, Chuck. That show's happening. February 1st. Happening. Nope. <laughs> January
1: 25th. Oh. Our 200th show. Uh, I'm thinking of the, the other big date, the reveal of the Cigar of the Year. But yes, uh. 200, 200. That's January 25th. Yes. Our 200th show.
2: Because we missed a couple of shows. We did a Christmas repeat yeah. right, a couple right. of times. This is actually number 200, actual 200th show. Good deal. 400 hours, 240,000 minutes of nonsense.
3: Absolute nonsense.
2: And we're going to go through each show. We're going to look at who we like the best ah. and what the things we did. And to give you a little time to do a little research and remember some of the early days, Mr. Jonathan, when yeah. you used to handle the wheels of steel over I there. Did. And, I did. And uh, I looked through some the other day. I looked at some, some old ones in, in 2010. Whew. And uh, not that this show is good. <laughs> But it was wow. not We've good grown We've grown We've up a grown little up. bit. Oh, my God. What were we thinking, and why are we still doing this? But at that show, not only will we uh, have a little fun remembering some of uh, the old uh, shows that we did, we'll also give away the trip to Tampa as the Diamond Crown show.
3: Now, what store should we be in for the, uh, the drawing?
1: You've got to be at the Diamond, Diamond Crown Cigar Lounge, well, I right? think we would have to be at the Diamond Crown okay. Cigar
2: Lounge, right? All right. So we'll be here. We'll be here.
3: I heard someone in the audience yelling who has purchased several boxes
2: of Diamond Crown cigars and is hoping. And he's been very lucky. He's a very lucky person. He, well, you could say lucky. And he'd be a lot of fun to go with. Remember, we've got to spend a few days with whoever wins That's this. That's true. We he may, and want, the person to, we may want to stack them.
3: the deck a little bit on this really, one. We're
2: not stacking <laughs> no decks. This is all legitimate. This is legitimate. We're reaching in. Jim, how
3: much money you got in your wallet?
2: Ah, there'll be no bribes. <laughs> There'll be no bribes taken on this at all, uh, but it will be one crazy event if you know what I'm going to say, Mr. Chuck Morrison. I'm so ready. At that, <laughs> what a segue! Yeah, it <laughs> was good, man. It was uh, great, but it was good. Yeah, let's t- let's take a peek. Let's look inside. Let's see what craziness is going on in the insane asylum from Asylum They're Suggice. Coming to take me away,
1: haha! They're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha! To a funny farm where life is beautiful all
5: the time, and I be happy to see
1: those nice young men in their clean white coats and they're coming to take me
3: away Ha-ha! it's time for news from the insane asylum odd and sometimes historic news and stories too insane to be true But they are brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80. That's right. That's Asylum. Charles Richter, the American scientist who developed the Richter scale, was an avid nudist, bowling ball collector, and underground cockfighter on a 30-fight winning streak. His wife was so distressed by his odd behavior that she gave him an ultimatum. Keep your cock and balls, or be a nudist, but not all three. Why she picked such a layup for that's-what-she-said joke is beyond me, but that's insane. That's Asylum, brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from four by forty-four to the insane six by eighty. That's insane. That's asylum.
1: They're coming to take me away. True story. That's They're old fat
2: Freddy away. meets the asylum. <laughs> <laughs> the aging Listen, room. The aging room six I'll by sixty. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't make
3: the stories up. I just report on them. So. He was a nudist? A nudist. A a bowling ball collector. Not a bowler. He was a bowling ball collector and an
2: avid underground cockfighter.
3: The inventor of the Richter scale. 100% true. Google it.
2: Really? Yeah. And you put all that together in that mess? I, I
1: don't... Mr. Jonathan, you turned red yourself. During well, uh, that. you know what? You I, didn't know where I, you were
3: going. I forgot. <laughs> I totally forgot. When did, when did we record that? Two months ago. Yeah. I, mean, I totally forgot where that was going. He
1: sent me like a surplus of these. You know, stat- <laughs> like we're good for like three months. I came. On I came across a bunch I asked him of great today, stories. Why don't
2: you do these live? What's going on? But
1: oh, we got we got a we got a can of them. Yeah, I, yeah, I,
3: don't, I don't know if I could have pulled that one off live. Just.
1: Too much. <laughs> when, he, when Mr. Jonathan turns red. Oh. <laughs> I,
3: was, I was starting to get into a cold sweat. I'm like, oh, my God, what where, did I
1: say? Where
2: are you going with that? My God. So, um, yeah, we are just a few weeks away. February 1st will be, and I know everybody came out with this, but this is the cigar of the year. And everybody jumps the gun and gets to us before us. Maybe we're going to have to change the date to January 1st next year or something.
0: Yeah.
2: So we're not forgotten but this is the cigar of the year but you already got cigar aficionado doing it sometime in december the year isn't even over yet yeah i mean you've you've got data that you've got to compile for the year you can't right we will figure out the answer to this on wednesday we will know the answer wednesday this coming wednesday yep we have our managers meeting we'll go through the data we will compile it and we will order the trophy Wow. And it'll be this Wednesday, so we don't know the answer to it right now. I was going as to ask, is. can you give Correct? us
1: a scoop? You're the guy always asking our guests, can you give
2: us a scoop? I can tell can you, can you, you there's se- seven contenders, and you guys can make your guess if you want. It's a tough— it's... Because right now I, I, couldn't, um, I wouldn't need a um, poker face yeah. if you gave me the answer, because I don't know what the answer is. But I do know the seven contenders. We have Aging Room, Havao. <laughs> Uh, By Boutique Blends, this is their first Connecticut bursting with flavor. They are getting a lot of attention from Cigar Aficionado. They are the number two cigar of the year for them and the number one cigar in the free world. That's Aging Room. A lot of attention on Aging Room. Now even more. Phenomenal,
1: phenomenal cigar. Davidoff
2: Nicaraguan. Big burst on the scene, man. Number one cigar for European, or for Cigar Cigar Journal. Journal, I still call it that. Uh, For Cigar Journal, along with a lot of bloggers and stuff. Everybody's got that in their top ten. We certainly have it in our top seven. Something very, very special. Davidoff Nicaraguan, and uh, everyone's talking about it. Big seller. It's selling like crazy. Rightfully so. Uh, Bandolero. This would be two in a row for Nelson Alfonso. Talk about Costa Rican cigars. Um, it has no Costa Rican tobacco in it, but it is a great cigar, big seller for us, and uh, nobody, and I kind of like it, that nobody else has it on their list at all. Perla Del Mar. I was just at the TAA conference. Everybody was saying Perla Del Mar is selling fantastic. Oh, it's all such a All other retailers cigar, yeah. saying it's selling like crazy. These are the folks from J.C. Newman who put together the Brick House cigar that uh, was Continues to be a big seller and former cigar of the year. This is their second go around with Perla Del Mar. And they also,
3: that same year, released El Baton, which is sort of the forgotten stepchild. Right, right. But gr- another great cigar. And, and if you put those three together, you've got mild with the Perla Del Mar, medium with the Brick House, and El Baton is on the fuller bodied side. Great.
2: Three-way selection right there. You got it going on. You got Hammer and Sickle Icon, and we have the folks from Hammer and Sickle that came in to see what's going on here today. Eric,
3: Eric uh, sent me a text and said he wanted to see if maybe uh, we were given the scoop early. That's why he showed up. Really?
2: Well, yeah. we don't have the scoop, but it is blended by Hanky Kellner of Davidoff and a great cigar. And they've uh, had four winners before. Hmm. Why can't this be number five? Hammer and Sickle Icon.
0: Asylum.
2: Asylum, 6 by 60 Asylum, what can we say other than it, it sells like crazy? Yeah. Can't keep them in stock. Uh, we're not ordering enough. They have them. We have to order more. We have to uh, change our inventory levels because the thing sells like crazy. I'd say it's the hottest new brand out there yeah. going. And for those type of sizes and things, we know big size is growing. So uh, Asylum 13 is the reason for it. And Via Havana Corojo, there's another Costa Rican. And um, that is a Corojo um, made at the same factory that Atabay was yeah. uh, made. That's last year's winner. So we'll look forward to that. That's coming up real soon, uh, just three weeks away.
3: Yeah, three weeks, man. Wow. But you only have, because uh, this, this Wednesday we're doing this this is the it, so. manager's meeting, so you're going to have to get the... Uh
2: Information to us, because that's it. You got your vote. Wednesday morning, we're going to say, okay, this is all the information we can possibly gather, and this is what we have. Let's make a vote on it. Let's calculate the numbers and see who won. And everyone is deserving on here. Unfortunately, six of them aren't going to make it. They all deserve to be winners. They, they all are do. winners. Yeah. But, uh, it's a great class. Yeah. What a year for cigars. Great year for cigars. This is
3: the, most, uh, this is the strongest field in contenders that I've seen ever. So any one of them could take
2: it next week. I can't have my poker face on. You can ask me some questions and I'll probably be able to read oh, my face go. at that. point.
1: Well, you used to be uh, I, through the grapevine. I hear you used to be a yeah. pretty good poker, player. little poker player. Yeah.
2: So that's that. Uh, if the Patriots make the Super Bowl, the Patriots will be in the Super Bowl on February 1st. We'll have that show on the day before with or without you with or February within? 1st gonna have to do it. So it's the day before the Super Bowl. Which means you won't be here. They, the
1: Super Bowl's in New York, though. It's in New York, though. Can we do the show from the Super Bowl? Yes. No? Yes. No?
2: I'm willing to go. <laughs> I'm will, It'll be the day before, but could we do it from the stadium? I'm wondering, man. Oh. I'll, I'll, uh, We're media. We're media. Yeah. Are we not media? We're media. did not we have media when we went to Rocky Rocky Mountain, Mountain Cigar Festival? We, we had have the media pass.
3: press badges.
2: Yeah, Chuck, see I mean, see what you can do, man. I will, man. All right. That would be good. And everybody's talking about sports and stuff, and we're talking about cigars. Right. You've got to be able to smoke cigars, too. In New York. In New the, York? Yep. In New York. De, in it New York Denver, at, at the Super Bowl. And,
1: and I'd like to be like... On
2: the field at the 50-yard
1: line, all set up and well, what they do is they have uh, they've got uh, they've got it's called Meteor Row, so it's it's this building right, and it changes on the location where the Super Bowl is held. But it's just it's just row after row or table after table of media doing their radio shows live, one after. I mean, there's hundreds of them. I'm sure it's very similar to what you saw at the uh, the trade show. Just imagine radio broadcasts going on, and some people have the elaborate sets with the lighting and you know. The, uh, and they'll be laughing at us. Yeah. We will be the laughing stock of the Yeah, entire. we got a little but Bose
3: Tower and a, a webcam. What
1: happens is it's, very, it's a very popular scene Monday through Friday. Saturday, it's a ghost town in there. So we could, we have to get credentials. So I have to look at getting us credentials. We could certainly do the show in there if that's the case.
3: But we have to feel the smoke in the stadium in New York. The, yeah. I don't we'll think, think outside, you guys have, though. I don't think you guys have thought this through. We'll, we'll be no, outside. We're going to be in a private facility. Even though it's outside, we're in a private facility. Once, right. you're, once you have to go through security to get into some place, you no, you no longer can smoke.
1: Yeah. It's normally got a sponsorship attached to it, You know the, the, the Diamond Crown Media Center, and that's where all these shows take place. So it's specifically set up for, for radio broadcasts. And there's TV broadcasts occurring as well.
3: Yeah. Those, they're going to be killing us. We're going to be smoking cigars. We'll be arrested. I'm fine with getting arrested. You're posting bail. But I'm fine with it. I'll take the, I'll take the hit on my record. But you just got to be ready for it to be a 15-minute show. We get through the cutting with Perdomo and the lighting with Vertigo, and
1: it's over. Listen, That's it. Th- for the Patriots to make this, I don't see it happening. But I'm willing to get arrested, and I'm willing
3: to bring enough cigars for, <laughs> <Bringing up laughs> yeah, cigars yeah. for everyone. Right. There we go. I think I can pull that off. We just got a it at Doss Aubrey, and we're good. We can Thank cover God. it.
2: Well... Let's think about that. I'm up for it. I'm up for it. I'll get arrested. That's fine.
3: Won't be the first time. All Certainly right,
2: won't you, be you, the last. Chuck Morrison, it's all on you. Press passes. Don't even ask about the cigars. We're the Cigar Authority. That's what we do. They didn't know it. We didn't realize it. We're going to apologize after.
3: We'll ask for forgiveness. They're not
2: listening. Beg for forgiveness. Yes. Beg, please. Let me out of here. <laughs> and how do we get a hotel room? Or do we just drive home? I'd say we we can drive. We it. It's not going to be anything
3: like coming back from Davidoff when it was 10-hour drive. Same thing. It'll be
2: exactly the same thing. Maybe worse. Although everyone's going to be coming the other way. We'll be True. leaving yeah. Saturday night. They'll be all coming there. Nothing can better I than- officially say that I was at the Super Bowl? Of course. Yeah. There we go. All right. We're going to do this. We'll give you all the scoop next week. Tune in, because we have nothing for a show next week, but we can talk about how we're going to be going there anyway. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, we'll catch you next time with all that information and more. You've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
3: When you're smoking your Don Benigno, whether it's the Natural or the Maduro. I go for
2: the Maduro. I like the Maduro. I, I like
3: the Maduro. I like the Maduro myself. Brand new. Oh, it's The awesome. most important thing is you keep the lid end out of your mouth it doesn't belong there (laughs) see you next week everybody
0: You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a choices, it's Stogie Heaven.